Welcome to Yes, X or No Audio. Subverting the seas. Raise the railways. 2022, October 2nd. Gauntlets. History is marked occasionally by pivotal political speeches demarking a transition and capturing a moment. They are momentous. Russian Federation President Vladimir Vladimirovich Putin has delivered a speech which meets the bar for momentous. The speech contains only glances at recent events. The vast bulk of the speech addresses a swathe of historical events back towards World War II and times beyond. Russia has a deep history. Its peoples are well aware of Russia's place in history. She suffered the invasion of Genghis Khan's hordes and was ruled by his children and grandchildren. During the age of colonization, Russia expanded her territory under the leadership of the Tsars. Her Tsars are named after the Roman general and autocrat Caesar. She undertook an experiment in communist government from 1918 until 1991. During this period, she defeated Nazi Germany. She had also defeated Napoleon Bonaparte's attempt at conquering her territory before the communist period. Russia today is a capitalist, socialist democracy. Russia is a land-based power rather than maritime-based colonial empires of Britain, Spain, Portugal, France, the Netherlands or the USA. Heartland Sir Halford John Mackinder gave a paper on the Geographical Pivot of History at the Royal Geographical Society in 1904 in which he formulated the Heartland Theory. The theory is that a land-based empire spanning the one major interconnected supercontinent of Asia, Europe and Africa is unstoppable. Major cities and thus places of significant commerce tend to be located at the mouths of major river systems due to their supply of freshwater, sanitation and fertile land. This provided assistance to the maritime colonial powers. Before they were ascendant, another network of trade had been created as documented by Marco Polo, the Silk Road. Jared Diamond, in his masterpiece Guns, Germs and Steel, answers the question of why Europe, or Eurasia, managed to dominate history. The answer which Diamond provides is geography and a little luck. The geographic component is a widespread of land at similar latitudes. 
The North American continent possesses this, but it is most dominant across the Eurasian continent. This provides for the application of agriculture and animal husbandry to be migrated across the continental space. The luck is that this Eurasian landmass had a collection of seed crops and tameable animals which would provide both food sources and labour and transport. One can readily acknowledge the importance of wheat and barley. Lesser acknowledged are crops like flax for textiles. We may think of cows and pigs as sources of protein. Less acknowledged are goats, which are a potent mix of both protein and milk, are hardy and bear young twice a year. The almost never acknowledged oxen and horses provided labour and transport. This serendipitous collection of plants and tameable animals existed across a half-globe-spanning area of similar latitudes. During the short existence of our species, 200,000 years, the continents have not moved much at all, thus providing a stable environment for the use of these core resources. Momentous. We are now witnessing a change in colonial power. The sea powers are being challenged by a new collected land power, as predicted by Mackinder over a century ago. The key player is China, with her Belt and Road Initiative, to forge transport and trade routes across Asia. Her key partner is Russia. These two nations dominate the land area of Asia. To them, via the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, come India, Pakistan and Iran, the next tier of nations with significant lands in Asia. Mackinder would no doubt be most impressed with this collection of unified land powers in Asia. It is this effort, this collection, this unity, which threatens the sea powers. It is on this point which Vladimir Vladimirovich has based his momentous speech. A point of irony, the invention of railways, largely due to the sea power Britain, is the enabling technology for the land-based powers. Mr. Putin is not speaking of the upcoming election in Brazil in which Lula is likely to win and thus raise the prominence of BRICS. He is not speaking of the destruction of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines which deliver deindustrialization to Europe's industrial powerhouse Germany. Only minor mention is made of the incorporation of the four provinces of Ukraine into Russia. Mr. Putin's comments are of history and the sea power-based colonial legacy. The Russian president 
has removed his proverbial mailed glove, thrown it down at the feet of the sea powers, and yelled, Fuck you. Thanks for listening. Until next time. 